Listen to me. When I'm in church, it's always morning. Let me pull this up a little bit. Good evening, my friends. Welcome to Good Shepherd. My name is Rick Vance, and I've not been on a video for a while. I've been uh, on assignment at a new church, and tonight I'm excited, uh, number one, for the invitation to be here. Thank you, Pastor Regina, for that invitation. But I'm even more excited today because Luton's United Methodist Church and Good Shepherd United Methodist Church are celebrating this blue Christmas service together. So it is great to be able to do that. Uh, for those of you here in the church, um, there is a blue card that has some information about the upcoming Christmas services, and I would call your attention to that. For those of you at Luton's, just a reminder that uh, we will be having service on Christmas Eve at 3 o'clock, and then we'll be doing our normal service at 9.45. Good Shepherd has three services, I believe, at Christmas, on Christmas Eve, um, 5, 7, and 11. Uh, 5 o'clock is a children's, kind of more children's service. 7 o'clock is a more traditional, and then the 11, 11 o'clock candlelight service. And then it's 10, 10 or 10.30. 10.30, uh, worship service um, on Sunday morning. So please, please make yourself available to those. And, we all encourage you to come and join us to celebrate the miracle of Christ's birth. Today's service is one that we've done here at Good Shepherd for, for some time. And, and throughout my career as a pastor, I've done it many, many, many times. Tonight, actually on this evening, we are going to be experiencing the longest night of the year. And for people who are normally going through the Christmas holidays, you know, if you go out and you hear the music and you see the lights and you see everything, everybody's kind of really, really happy and full of joy. But for many people, Christmas um, tends to bring some sadness and some sorrow. So on this night, we remember that God has called us and is enabling us to be in the midst of here, to be able to hear God's word, feel God's presence, and know that God is with us, even in our sadness, that we will go forth from sadness, ultimately into joy. But God is with us, even in those low times. And hopefully tonight, we'll have an opportunity to remember, to give thanks, and to maybe find a little bit of joy. Thank you for being here, Pastor Regina. Let's pray together. Merciful God, in this season of rejoicing, we come to know and come to you, weary and grieving. In this season of feasting, we hunger for healing and relief. In this season of light, our hearts are veiled in sorrow and shadow. Will this season ever end? Yes, we hear your yes. Those who are weary will find rest. Those who mourn will be comforted. Those who hungry will be filled. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness will not overcome it. We welcome you, O Christ, 
light of the world. In the midst of our suffering, help us to worship you in spirit and truth. together a little town of Bethlehem verses 1 and 4. Hear these words found in Isaiah chapter 11, 1 through 5. On this humbled ground, a tiny shoot, hopeful and promising, will sprout from Jesse's stump. A branch will emerge from his roots to bear fruit. And on this child from David's line, the spirit of the eternal one will alight and rest. By the spirit of wisdom and discernment, he will shine like the dew. By the spirit of counsel and strength, he will judge fairly and act courageously. By the spirit of knowledge and reverence of the Eternal One, he will take pleasure in honoring the Eternal. He will determine fairness and equity. He will consider more than what meets the eye and weigh in more than what he's told. So that even those who can't afford a good defense will nevertheless get a fair and equitable defense equitable judgment. With just a word, he will end wickedness and abolish oppression. With nothing more than the breath of his mouth, he will destroy evil. He will clothe himself with righteousness and truth. The impulse to right wrongs will be in his blood. So, we gather here today because we're finding Christmas difficult this year. There are many possible reasons for that. Perhaps someone has died who is very close to us. Or maybe someone is just far, far away that we wish were near us. Perhaps a relationship is falling apart. Perhaps we are dealing with a serious illness. Perhaps we're under a lot of stress. Gee, I wonder if that could be anybody. 
Or perhaps it's something else. Whatever it is, you know that life is sometimes hard. That's not been, we've not been promised to get it off, get off easy. And you know that when life is hard at Christmas, it seems to be doubly hard. Sure, Christmas is the happiest time of the year for some people. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, it used to be happy for you as well. But not this year. Sometimes all Christmas seems to do is to remind us of the way that things aren't anymore. We think about all of the good times and all of the joys and all of the happiness and then suddenly, while the entire world is being full of joy, we find ourselves struggling. And maybe it's not a surprise because if you think about it, the way that we celebrate Christmas in our culture, it really is all about the past, isn't it, in some ways? We go to the same place so many times for a meal. We, we celebrate with the same group of people. We remember the smell of the cookies when we were growing up. I remember very well the smell of that turkey on Christmas morning when I woke up because my mom got up at 3 a.m. every Christmas morning to make sure it was in the oven and cooking. Christmas songs can make do that to us as well. There haven't been a whole lot. There have been some. But there haven't been a whole lot of new Christmas songs that have been written. A lot of what we hear on the radio are those things that remind us of times past, when we had our health, when we were full of joy in a situation where everything was good. In a way, Christmas is all about the past, and that's okay. But it's no wonder that when things change, when we suffer loss in our lives, when we suffer loss of a job or of a situation or a relationship, Christmas just makes it all the much worse. And we just want Christmas, and all we want is our Christmas spirit back. The past doesn't come back. You see, in a way, while Christmas is all about the past the way that we celebrate. The secret of Christmas, the true meaning of Christmas, is not the past, it's what the here and now, the present, and the future. The true meaning of Christmas is about the promise that God made to us, a promise that God is fulfilling right now, in this place, in this time. It is a promise that God would never leave us. God would never forsake us. That there is joy at the end of suffering. That there is a hope that is Christ Jesus in our lives. Christmas is a reminder of exactly what the prophet Isaiah said today. That there is coming in the, fu- in the near future and even now one who will bring peace and justice and hope and life and salvation and joy even in the midst of the times that we suffer and are in sorrow. Understand that when the prophet was talking to these people in the Old Testament time. They were, they were struggling and they were looking for hope. And Isaiah said, there is hope. My friends, maybe today you're struggling. Maybe today 
You're trying to make sense out of the current reality by looking to the past. It's not going to happen. God said, behold, I make all things new. God is placing you in a place so that you can grow in God's grace, in God's, in God's love, in God's, in God's purpose, so that you can experience love and relationships and joy, maybe not the way it was, but in a new way. God is in the midst of chaos. God is in the midst of sorrow. I always go back to the psalmist and remember that that particular verse where it says, even if I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for I know you are with me, God. Sorrow seems to just engulf us with darkness. Have you felt it? Where no matter where you go, no matter what you do, it seems like the old Charlie Brown cartoons, there's that cloud or dust bowl that I forgot his name now, but that always fell in. <laughs> Pig pen, yeah. Today, my friends, God wants to lift you up. God wants to put his arms around you. God wants to say, I love you, and I'm with you. Lean on me. Now, the irony of me preaching this today is that I've got to listen to myself. Some of you know that I've been walking through some really weird situations this Christmas. And I had to be reminded by a, a woman I've never met yet, but I was on a phone call, that God was with me, that God was with the situations, and that we didn't need to fear because God was going to surround me. And suddenly I realized, good grief, I'm going to preach on Blue Christmas. What better message than to remind people that no matter where you are, there is no place that you can be, either physically or mentally or emotionally, that God is not there. God chooses to be there with you. And because God is there, you do not have to fear evil. So today, I invite you to trust even amid the pain that you're suffering, the loss that you're feeling, Christ is being born in you. O come to us, abide in us, our Lord Emmanuel, God with us. God is living in you and is being born afresh and will be with you and he will gently bring you hope, light, and life. Just depend on it. And may it be so. Amen.
This candle represents our suffering and the suffering of the world. In the light of God's love, we claim God's gift of truth. There is no need to hide or deny. God welcomes us as we are. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. This candle represents one's suffering and the suffering of the world. In the light of God's love, we claim God's gift of lament. We recognize our wounds and cry out to God. We accept God's invitation to express every feeling and question. Why have you forsaken me? Are you so far from helping me? From the words of my groaning, O God, I cry by day, you do not answer, and by night find no rest. This candle represents our suffering and the suffering of the world. In the light of God's love, we claim God's gift of courage. Courage to be honest, to seek help, to comfort one another. Courage to dare to love and dream again. The Lord Lord is my my strength and my stream. In him my heart trusts, so I am helped, and my heart exalts. And with my song I give thanks to him. This candle represents our suffering and the suffering of the world. In the light of God's love, we claim God's gift of hope. God is good. God is strong. God is near. Leading us to the day without tears and pain, without sin and death, healing and deliverance are coming, if not now, then on that day. By awesome awesome deeds, deeds, you answer us with deliverance. O God of our salvation, you are the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas. As you came in this morning here in the congregation, or this evening in the congregation, you were given a blue strip of paper. I would encourage you, during the music that's going to be played, to to pause for a few moments in prayer. And then I would ask that you would write your burdens and your sorrows on those blue strips of paper. And when you have them done, come forward and place them on the table here just among the candles. If you'd like to go to the communion rail to pray, we'd invite you to do that. If you would like us to pray with you, we'd be happy to do that. 
after you've had an opportunity to pray, to bring your, your pieces of paper here and to pray, um, I'd invite you to go back to your seats and then we'll conclude the service.
Jesus, you are full of compassion. You understand our pain, our suffering, changes our experience of you, and the celebration of your birth. We are caught between remembering happier times and grieving what may have been. In our loss, we feel cut off, disconnected, adrift, alone. Root us in your steadfast love. Anchor us in your faithful promises. Hold us and all who weep this holy season throughout the world, those who mourn, those far from home, those looking for work, the lonely, the addicted, the abused, the estranged, the oppressed, the enslaved, the poor, victims of war, the sick, and the dying. Shelter and sustain us with all your healing and hope, your peace and light. We love you. We need you. We trust you. We ask this in your name, Jesus, praying as you taught us, our Father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Round the table, so much to be thankful for. It's Christmas, oh, how I've missed this. But through the joy and laughter, you can feel the sadness. Cause it's Christmas, everyone's not with us, and it's the time of year.
join with me in our affirmation of faith for Christmas. Christians, what do you believe? God did not wait until the world was ready, till nations were at peace. God came when the heavens were unsteady and the prisoners cried out for release. God did not wait for the perfect time. God came when the need was deep and great. God dined with the sinners in all their grime, turned the water into wine. God did not wait until hearts were pure. In joy, God came to a tarnished world of sin and doubt, to a world like ours of anguished shame. God came and God's light would not go out. God came to a world which did not mesh to heal its tangles, shield its scorn. In the mystery of the Word made flesh, the Maker of the stars was born. We cannot wait till the world is sane to raise our songs with joyful voice, for to share our grief, to touch our pain. God came with love. Rejoice! Rejoice. Well, I know that we're in the middle of the flu season right now, but as you're comfortable, take a few moments just to share the peace of Christ with each other, say hello or whatever, and I think we can do it this way. Good Shepherd, meet Lutons. Lutons, meet Good Shepherd. <laughs> You can wave at him. You can do something, you know. (laughs) The peace of Christ be with each of you. Amen. Let's sing together. O come, O come, Emmanuel.
know, my friends, I'm just going to ask you to do something. It's not in the bulletin, but, you know, I've always said that bulletins are a suggested act of behavior. They're not written in stone. I want you as just an act of surrender and hope, maybe. Close your eyes. And just breathe normally. Picture yourself where you are right now. Maybe struggling, maybe with joy, I don't know. But picture yourself where you are. And hear these words. I believe that God is saying to us now, I love you. I want the best for you. I want you to be filled with joy. There is hope in me. I love you because you are my child. And there's nothing you can do to change that. I know that things are tough, but I'm tougher. I know that things may seem hard, but I'm stronger. And because I am, you are also. Let me give you a hug. Let me remind you, I am with you every day, every place, every situation, so that no matter where you are, I will help you be able to sing with joy. Now open your eyes. Experiencing, I hope, God's love. Maybe feeling more joy than you have for a while. I would invite you to stand with us for the closing hymn. Joyful, joyful.
I pray for you the grace to bear my sufferings as Christ bore his sufferings for me. This This is a benediction that that's the title of. So hear these words. Humility, forgiveness, I pray the grace to bear my sufferings as Christ bore this for me. With compassion, truth, enduring, I pray the grace to bear my sufferings as Christ bore his for me. Knowledge, my suf- knowing my sufferings are not like his and not like others, yet sharing with the universal longings of all humanity, real and painful, deep, no need for compassion, only companionship, as Christ bore his for all, and all of us suffer. We will not suffer in vain, but we will suffer with Christ, and we will enter into joy with Christ. Go forth from this place with the assurance that we don't need to leave suffering, but we can leave with the knowledge that God is with us, even in the midst of our sorrow. Go find peace in the people that God has surrounded you with, in the people who God is continuing to love you with. May the grace and peace of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit go with you, be with you, and dwell with you. Merry Christmas.